Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, so we have begun our second pitcher of sangria, though I see you <laughs> drinking a beer. Well, it was. I had to wash my pills down with something. <laughs> it seemed improper to do it with sangria. It also seems improper to do it with beer. Or to admit it. Uh, when it's we a liquid. When we finish with this regular podcast, we're going on to record the bonus podcast for the subscribers. So if you would like to hear <laughs> what that sounds like. Gentle snoring from Ingo. Um, <laughs> you can subscribe at patreon.com slash the golden ratio for. No guarantees. Past uh, results are no guarantees of future performance. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the cocktail of the week this week is the Corpse Survivor number two. We may have done so that as a cocktail good. of the week before, but it deserves a second mention. It is number two. Uh, Mom of Cheds had one in New Orleans. We all went to New Orleans and hung out, and she had a Corpse Survivor number two. And I just sent her the recipe so she could make one at home last night. So I thought I would share it. Um, there are a number of Corpse Survivors, so you so have to funny. specify the number. It's so funny. Corpse Survivor number two is by far the most popular. Is there a default? I mean, if I Corp went Corpse Survivor the number two is the default. Yeah, because it's the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's an equal parts cocktail. So the same amount of all the ingredients goes in there. Except, so you take your glass. It goes in like a coupe glass. Fancy little Gatsby style champagne scoopy little glass. You do an absinthe rinse. Ooh. The proper way to do that is you put like a teaspoon of absinthe in the glass and you swirl it around and then, you so sh- and then dump out the extra. Dump or drink it, but dump it out of the glass. You could drink it, yeah. Me? Um, <laughs> normally the way one does that now is they've got like little spray bottles and they like... Sh- <laughs> they missed it like orchids. It. Yeah. Um, so, look, I don't like absinthe. So you could just leave that part out. Uh, then to make the actual cocktail in a shaker, you will combine three quarters of a Three quarters of an ounce each of gin, Lille Blanc, which like if you don't have, you could use sweet vermouth. You could use St. Germain, which is an elderflower liqueur. But Lille Blanc is really great and you should totally have some. It's good just like by itself. Got a very cool bottle. Yeah. Um, Three quarters of an ounce of triple sack, whatever kind of orange liqueur you like. If you want to be fancy, you can use Grand Marnier, use Cointreau, use... The generic triple sec that you've got that one time you decided to make a margarita, it'll work. It's got an orange on it. Yeah. Uh, and then three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. So lemon juice, triple sec, Lille Blanc, or one of those substitutes in gin. Shake it up, strain it into your glass. Delish. I like it because it scales. Like I could make one glass each of that or or not. But it's equal parts. So I could be like one glass of Lille, Lille one glass of triple sec. One glass of lemon juice, and then I just have a whole bunch of Corporate Survivor number mm-hmm. two, but it would taste okay. It'll taste the same. Yeah, it's just a bunch. Yeah, the only um, barrier is how big your shaker is. We have one shaker that we've never used to make cocktails, the Lighthouse Shaker. <laughs> this <laughs> thing would like hold a, like a quart. It is. I think it's two pints. I think it's giant. It is a <laughs> silver lighthouse. It's super cool. Fun. I know. It is much cooler as a lighthouse than as a shaker. I don't know if we've ever used it in combat. No, it just lives as decoration uh, in the liquor cabinet. It looks great, and the fact that it has this hidden capability is real cool. Maybe someday I'll uh, make it's use a, that. It's a two-handed things. shake. You, you're For not, sure. You're not, you're <laughs> no, not no. single-handed shake in that one. No, the thing's giant. Um, anyway, we're not drinking that tonight. We're drinking sangria generally, but then apparently also beer. What kind of beer is that that you're drinking? It's from Colorado. It's called Living the Dream. 
powder run beer how is it actually living the dream is the brewery it's good it's from my beer of the month subscription that you are so nice to give me as gifts i'm so nice every month i'm like yay beer of the month and it has like two domestic beers and two imported beers and this year this time they're from germany and czechoslovakia yeah they've been from italy they've been from singapore i think so they really are international beers um it's very fun i i i always enjoy that sometimes they're like ones i know from germany or czechoslovakia yeah um but a lot of the u.s ones are these little startup breweries that are we'd call them micro breweries some would some would <laughs> uh that are that are sort of a little bit hit and miss but they're always good some are really good some are some are clearly rusty you know are still testing stuff out mm-hmm. but it's fun it's a fun little way to get what is it i think 12 beers a month so you know not I'm quite sorry, a dear beer dad, i a just day. made like background noise and i feel really bad about it the listeners cannot hear it but you could hear it and I'm sorry for the oh, distraction. But I'm so professional now that I know that the <laughs> listeners can't hear it. And I'm unfazed. I'm Excellent. just carrying on with my professional ramble Great about job. how I like beer. Yeah, you and some and other people. more is better. All right, it's time for admit. Feta, no! Feta, no! <gasps> you oh. just took that bone right out of Vink's little paw. I cannot believe you did that. Don't no. wag your tail proudly, you, you little thief. That belongs to Vink. No, nobody to... Oh. oh, we have a bunch of rude dogs. Oh, Guac, Rag, good I'm boy. sorry that happened to you. Feta, no. Good boy, Feta, Guac. No. Feta, no. Feta just Guac's, fetched it. <laughs> Guac's just disappointed oh, okay. because it wasn't a ball. But Guac went over there all ha- hopeful, and then he came back, and he had like a weird expression on his face because he's like... That's not a ball. I took the bone out of Fed's mouth. I threw bone. it back to Vink, and everybody's like, ooh, we're playing fetch now. But it's not a ball, so Guac was disappointed. He doesn't, he doesn't care about bone. And now Vink is too, like, She's not interested. No, but it, you're allowed to have it. All right, that's fine. Right. The All drama. Right. The drama. It's time for Administrative Corner. Are you My ready? My adrenaline is pumping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Lo- I love Administrative Corner. That's even more exciting than this thievery. Okay. Uh, number one. Last week on Administrative Corner, we mentioned that the wiki hadn't been updated recently and that if someone wanted to take on the mantle of updating the Cocktail of the Week and the German Word of the Week, they could. I think we were very careful to thank the updaters in the past and to say what a great job they did. Yes. And then we got a DM from Destiny, who is the friend of the squad who has been the maintainer of the wiki, who was like, oh my God, I'm did not mean to neglect the wiki and i was like you know you owe the wiki nothing <laughs> that's um, exactly what you said you owe the wiki nothing <laughs> but uh destiny went in and updated everything so everyone owes a debt of gratitude to destiny so for those of you who are like have you done this is the remember where the week you can check it on the wiki the wiki is linked in our bio link up to date up to the second now yep so thank you to destiny who not just updated recently but has done tons of updates keeping the wiki so we go like, have we done this as a cocktail of the week before we we go look? And it's because of her efforts. Yeah. So the today's puzzle is to look up when the Corpse Survivor number two was last mentioned, because I'm pretty sure we've done it. Before. We definitely have done it before because it's a good name. Also, to circle back. Yeah. Corpse Survivor number one, not as good. Number three, also a fail. I don't know why they keep those on the on in existence. Well, they I'll be tell just you, Ingo. Discarded like all the other unsuccessful 
experiments. February 17th, 2021 is when we first did the Corpse Reviver number two. Oh. We've also done the Corpse Pleading Face. Oh, no. The Obituary. It was in an episode that we titled Corpse Pleading Face, <laughs> which is clearly a German word of the week. I name. Oh. oh. You remember what that German word Leichen- Bit. These are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hang on. Now I got to look up episode 213 and then we can go to German word of the week. And episode 213 was Leichenvitamine. Vitamine. Leichenvitamine. I should have known that. Sad face. An exaggerated, solemn face. Historically referring to those announcing deaths and calling people to come to the wakes. Super serious face. Yep. See how useful this is? Thanks, Destiny. You're Very doing a great job. Very useful. The, the, it's just passed its user acceptance test yep. again. All right. Number two. Um, this is from friend of the squad, Lilia V. So fish scandals now go in administrative corner. That's. I think that's a, entirely appropriate. And Bass Pro Shops scandals <laughs> also go here. They're and fish adjacent. And then last week... We did the fish taped to the ATM. Yeah, it's fish. And I was like, I don't know if it's a fish scandal, but I'm going to put it here. Yeah. But now fish taped to ATMs also go in administrative <laughs> corner <laughs> because Lilia V sent us an additional separate <laughs> story about a fish taped to an ATM. Wait, it happened more than, than that first series? More wow. than the first guy. There's another story. Fish taped. <laughs> All right, here's the picture of the fish taped to it the sure ATM. <laughs> sure like is a fish taped to an ATM. It looks like that fish heads video from the 80s, yeah. This man couldn't get the ATM to work, so he taped a fish to it for a <laughs> truly bizarre reason, which is not actually that bizarre. Why did he have a fish? <laughs> Troy Buswell is a man of action and quite possibly the most unconventional hero we've seen. I don't think that's true. When he noticed his ATM was still out of order, he did what any desperate person would do. Go to the bank next door. He taped a fish to the machine. Not what I would do. He took a picture of it and the caption read, Hey, Commonwealth Bank, how about you service your fucking ATMs in Burnberry so punters like me will not have, and that's HIV, to tape fish to them so you have no choice but to come and fix them. I'm trying to... Is this Australian or English? This is American. I'm no. trying to emphasize the all caps. It's not American. The more fish and tape and willpower that you're in. T- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me just read this. The more fish and tape and will, comma, comma, power, then your, Y-O-U-R-E, no apostrophe, entire, I-N-T-I-R-E, organization. So that says, I have more fish, tape, Fish and tape and willpower than your entire organization. Look, but I'm like, going to keep taping fish here until you make the ATM work. <laughs> it's just spelled and punctuated wrong like 10 different ways. Worst hostage note ever. Fix them now. That's not in America. There's honestly a lot to unpack here, says the article. I don't really know where to start. Why does he have a fish? How many more does he have? Why does he have tape? Was this a first plan of action? How did he even come up with the idea to begin with? Is this a normal human thing to do? Am I the weird one? What kind of fish is it? Um, Tuna, a small tuna. Mm, I'm going to call it a mackerel, but i got to say I'm Ooh, not good at that. I like mackerel. But apparently Buswell's attempt wasn't completely in vain. 
because even if the ATM is still broken, he brought plenty of attention to the cause when his post went viral, garnering 24,000 likes and 9,000 shares on Facebook. So he did post about his crimes on... Not what he wanted. He wanted the ATM to work. You've got to admit, for a fish tape to an ATM, that's pretty impressive. Oh, he did post it himself. He posted it, yeah. Mm-hmm. He put, he took a picture of the fish tape to the ATM and then posted that <laughs> screed that I just read to you. Yeah, I don't think it's a crime. I'm not sure it's a crime to tape that, a fish tape. That kid got a- arrested for yeah, it. Yeah, but so. it's bogus. They they were they were not they were wondering what to charge him with. Well, it's bogus. Um, it did link to his Facebook post, which has since been deleted. So, well, I mean, he wants to correct the spelling. This story is from back in 2018. And then there's one comment in this person says, if I tape a fish to my life, will someone come and fix it? <laughs> like, Apparently not, but you'll get a lot of followers. That's TikTok. I'm sorry. That's TikTok. <laughs> okay. So there you go. That's um, fish tape to ATM update. We also have a rat hole update. Love it. Okay. So you mentioned on the podcast last week that the Chicago rat hole, which is a rat shaped hole in the sidewalk in Chicago. A had shrine been, to the rat shaped mm-hmm, hole. It had been filled in. Mm-hmm. So, roguely though roguely so you will be pleased to hear chicago's rat hole was mysteriously filled in and then restored there are enough protectors of the rat hole that now you it, can't just fill it in now it is a place of holy ratrimony <laughs> a rat-shaped hole in a chicago neighborhood recently <laughs> went viral and instantly won some fans the hole was reportedly filled on friday but was quickly restored people left behind tributes while others got engaged and married at the hole. I think that's awesome. The viral Chicago rat hole was quickly restored after it was mysteriously filled in, proving how the imprint has instantly become a beloved attraction and a site for love, question mark? <laughs> Let's meet at the rat hole. In a city infamous for its gangster past, some oh. culprit filled in a north side Chicago neighborhood landmark affectionately called by residents the rat hole. The indentation in the pavement on West Roscoe Street resembles the outline of a rat. It, it, I mean, it is the outline of a it rat. It doesn't resemble. It is full on with little clawsies. It was reported on Friday on social media that the rat hole had been filled in with a substance resembling white plaster. Transportation and streets and sanitation officials told the Chicago Tribune that the city was not behind the fill-in, which one day may find itself part of Windy City tongue-in-cheek lore like Al Capone's vault and a coil of bronze faux feces on a fountain intended to remind people to pick up their dog poop. Neighbors gathered Friday afternoon using a brush and water to scrub the shallow hole in the sidewalk clean, restoring it to its ratful place among the city's iconic, if not strange, attractions. There's drama. Tributes including plastic flowers, a prayer candle, small toys, a pack of cigarettes, and coins adorn what may have been the final resting place of Lil Stucky or Chimley, <laughs> names given by some in the neighborhood to Lil the creature. Stucky because he got stuck. Yeah. Oh, honey. Overall, people just appreciate that our wonderful block is getting yeah. attention, even if it's to look at a rat hole. <laughs> it's a small, quirky feature of a neighborhood where we get used to it, we care about it, and we want to protect it. Although I think there are some neighbors who don't like the attention and don't like the crowds. And they've been talking to the city of Chicago to, like, have the rat hole cut out and put somewhere in an art museum or something. (laughs) People living nearby said the imprint had been there for nearly two decades and was made by a squirrel. That's interesting lore. At the end of the day, the rat hole is a silly thing, but the thing that made it so viral is the fact that thousands of people 
were in on a big, sweet, heartfelt joke. This yeah. person told the Tribune, Chicago Tribune. I think it's I think it's a low stakes, cute story. Yep. So there you go. The rat hole not filled in. Well, it got filled, but unfilled. Vigi- yes, that's right. Vigilante filled and then vigilante unfilled, which I think is great. Direct action. Uh, number four, insulin prices. Thanks, yes. Joe Biden. You want to talk about that? I've done my research. Yeah. We uh, get insulin for Remy. It's human insulin because insulin is insulin is insulin, I yeah. think, for dogs. Which is another reason why we get along with them, I think. Um, and it's always been, I think, 180 bucks a vial. Mm-hmm. When the vial lasts maybe about a month. That's about right. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, we could calculate it, but I'm not going to. But it's about that. So it's, it's really expensive. In, and in this the, is like old school insulin this is not like the super modern insulin that humans use right this, this is, is this is hard to find at cvs they like, usually have to order it because they're like people don't actually use this insulin anymore yeah. so it should be by if mark if there were a fair market for this it should be cheap yep they should be trying to unload this stuff at any cost but yep. anyway it's 180 it was always 180 bucks which is you know even the cvs folks are like man that's a lot of money you know i was like, oh, like you don't have insurance and we're like it's a dog remy's worth it yeah yeah um but the last time I went, the whole cost, you know, with some gabapentin and stuff was so lo- was was, you know, 70 bucks. And I was like, what the heck happened? Did you charge? Did you charge the ins? Do you remember the insulin on there? I don't want to rip you guys off, which is stupid. I want to rip off CVS, just not like that. Those pharmacists, because I like them. Um, and they're like, no, the insulin's 50 bucks. And I was like, wow. Yeah. It's because of Joe Biden forcing the co- industry to come down on prices. It, I hadn't actually, it's dumb in hindsight, but I hadn't put together that it would have impact Remy. Yeah. When I heard them talking about $35 insulin. Yep. I, I didn't think it was Remy insulin, <laughs> <laughs> but it is. So it's great. Good job, Joe Biden. Pretty awesome. That's going to help so many people uh, with oh, dogs amazing. and especially for themselves. So. Yep. Hopefully, I mean, that's a huge chunk of, of money. I am finishing this EMT class that I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That is a whole separate. You just introduced a factoid into here that has not been discussed before. I feel I like think. I've talked about the EMT I'm class. I'm not the sure. You've, you've talked to some people about it. I'm not sure it's been in the podcast. So I'm getting an, Check EMT, the wiki. <laughs> I'm getting an EMT license uh, for fun. A- emergency medical technician. Yeah. For those outside the United States. I can it's save not, you if you get in a car crash. It's someone who rides along in an ambulance and is sort of second to the to the paramedic. There's a lot of ambulances that don't, ambulances that don't have paramedics. It's just EMTs. Oh, well, okay. There you go. But you're you're there. You go to the fir- the scene of the accident, injury, sick person. I learned how to uh, triage mass casualty incidents this week. That's right. So you're up on ABC incidents. Yeah. Atomic biologic yes we did learn all of that yeah claustrophobic <laughs> learned about that too learned that you got to park uphill and upwind from hazmat incidents and how to triage people you have categories that are Oof. like urgent black yes there's colors that go with them black is dead oh. urgent is red <laughs> delayed is yellow that's people who have like broken bones and stuff we're like they're gonna get treated but and then there's um 
like minimal, like the walking wounded people who need like stitches or have cuts or stuff, but like nothing they're going to die from. And then there's dead people. And then there's a category called expectant, which is like, they're not dead yet, but they're pretty much going to be dead. So we're, you know, we'll be nice to them if we've got enough people, but we're not going to treat them. It's backwards. Real grim. It's backwards from normal care where normally you're like, if they're seriously injured, you you devote all your energy to them to, to help fix them. They have reverse triage that they'll do. So the example that we got is like six, six golfers are standing under a tree in a lightning storm and they all get struck by lightning and three of them are in cardiac arrest and three of them have burns. Reverse triage, you treat the ones in cardiac arrest where like at a mass casualty incident with regular triage, you wouldn't treat the ones who are like not breathing and don't have a pulse. Yeah. I uh, hate to be the, you know, cynical about this but that example was concocted by a bunch of men from the suburbs the golfers the six golfers what i mean that happened that just happened in dc remember those like there were six people? golfers and they they weren't were golfers they were they tourists were they died remember I'm they were in the park across from the white house golfers well i mean golfers get struck by lightning a lot because why isn't like the example tourists it's golf. I think golfers get struck by lightning a lot. All mm. the examples we do are like actual shit that happened. Golfers. <laughs> They're not all golfer examples, no. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um Oh, yeah. So just like uh, you know, so we have like a section on like medical emergencies and then a section on like trauma, right? So you have like broken bones and like car crashes and like gunshots. A lot of gunshots, a lot of sexual assault. There was a whole like gynecological emergencies. And I was like, oh, this is going to be about delivering babies. And no, it was all about sexual assault. Um, but in the medical emergencies, there's like endocrinological emergencies. And I was like, what is this? And like so, so much of it is about people with diabetes that don't treat it. Oh, how about alcohol poisoning? There's a little, we did a little bit on alcohol poisoning. I mean, so much like being an EMT, you're not a paramedic, right? So you can't. There's like uh, nine drugs that we're able to give. Like one of them's oxygen, right? We can give like an EpiPen. We can give aspirin to people having a heart attack. But like we one of them's aspirin. Yeah. Mm. If you're having a heart attack, we can give you baby aspirin. I can give myself baby aspirin. We can't really give anything that like people couldn't give themselves. Oh, okay. Um, you know, like if you have, a, if you get stung by a bee and you have an EpiPen, like we can give you an EpiPen. Mm -hmm. You usually, I mean, it depends on. I see thing but like we don't give a lot of drugs it's mostly like we can give cpr we can put people on oxygen we can put on tourniquets basically like get you like just barely stable enough to get mm -hmm. you to the hospital and then do a diagnosis and be able to tell the hospital here's what i think's going on here's yeah. what i've observed which has already saves them a lot of time yeah yeah that's right um so like paramedics can do a ton they can give you like all kinds of medicine they can do ivs and that's like a much harder thing like this EMT thing is taking me like three months, but like paramedics would be like a full time a year to get a paramedic thing, yeah. which would be cool. But I don't know that I've got the time to do that. Um, but yeah, a ton of this stuff is treating people with diabetes and like all the complications that come from that. And they have us watch uh, Night Watch, which is a great show that I had <laughs> watched before. So Night Watch is like kind of like cops, but basically EMTs instead of cops. Good guys. And it's set in New Orleans. Um, it's on A&E. So if you have like a, I think a Paramount Plus subscription, you can watch it. You know, if you've obviously got regular cable, you can watch it. It's if great. If you're overseas, you probably cannot. No, uh, but it's a really good show. 
set in New Orleans and they have a ton of diabetic patients. You know, it's just kind of like responding to calls and, and they're like, uh, when was the last time you took your insulin? And it was like three weeks ago I took my insulin, you know, and it's like three weeks ago, three weeks ago, Remy gets it twice a day. Why even bother? You're, you're yeah. unregulated. Well, and that's why the ambulance is coming for him. Oof. Yeah. It's real, real grim. But if it's 180 bucks, I mean, that's yeah. like half of rent. I mean, that's ridiculous amounts of money i mean if you're like a poor person yeah if you make an hourly you, wage like i cannot imagine in a lot of my life paying 180 dollars a month for medicine no no that, way that at, at, a, at a oh my god what's minimum wage seven dollars at at a ten dollar an hour wage before taxes <laughs> like you're getting six bucks an hour or or is you know seven yeah. bucks an hour and you have to save up 180 bucks that month to just pay for your insulin holy cow it yeah would, that would be it's like almost a whole so hard. week so hard it's terrible i so. would i probably wouldn't take the insulin either right the, the theory being gotta die from something yeah i mean i'd rather buy food than than insulin because yeah. that's really your grim. choice really oh. grim so anyway uh thanks joe biden I mean, night for, nice Thanks for us, buddy. but really life-changing for a lot of if people. If you did nothing else, that is going to save people's lives yeah. right there. Yep, really good. Yeah. Um, okay, dog updates. Um, I just got back today. I was in Maryland Monday through Friday. Sorry, that's a gen update. So I don't think that counts as a dog update. I'm, I'm just saying um, you were in charge of the dogs this week. Technically. Chaos <laughs> has reigned because I was not here. <laughs> that's that's my point. Hmm. There's been a lot of towels <laughs> being washed and cleaned. There's been some real, some real swims, but no escapos, which is great. Speaks well for all of them. Yeah, it's it is nice that Feta has decided she wants to be just like Guac, which means she's kind of Guac's little shadow. Yeah, which means bec- the fact that Guac is not interested in escaping means Feta isn't either. Like she'll swim out to the edges, mm-hmm. but I think she has an invisible you know line connecting her to guac she wants to be just like the guac she does like do things that guacamanda which is great i mean it's not there's nothing wrong with this except that they both get muddy they yeah. both roll around in the the muddy field but what are you gonna do they're both well behaved uh vink went up for chemo this week this yep. was so this is week number two of round number two so just remind you guys there's four weeks of treatment and one off week and we do that four times so we're in cycle number two and this is week number two. And last time, this is the medicine that like gave her the problem with her white blood cells. She was kind of fine for five days and then started getting sick and was really sick by the time she went in. So they cut back the dose of it a bit this time. And so we are on watch to see how well she does. Yes. So far, so good. So far, so good. We've, we've figured out we c- we're giving her the anti-nausea medicine in the mornings. Yep. We, we add some chicken for flavor. Um, and she seems to be responding really well to that. She she does kind of uh, enjoy. Well, I mean, heck, she's Vank. She enjoys mealtime still. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness she still does the bouncies. Yeah. I mean, that one day that she was really bad when we went up to Miami, oh, like that sucked. That was not good. So she's so far, so far so seems good. like she, her normal. She's self. been going swimming. She's she's goofing around. She's still not super psyched to get bitten and chomped by Feta, but that's a whole different issue quite that's rational uh in other vink news her morris animal foundation golden retriever lifetime study sample kit arrived today 
So this is where she gets to go for like an hour long vet appointment and they take like 15 vials of blood. Take and all her fluids. Nail clippings and hair clippings. Yes, urine sample. I think they take a fecal sample. Like they want everything. They do. I think so. they make her blow her nose in a Kleenex. <laughs> so we have to guess we have to make that appointment. And by we, I mean probably you because I'm leaving again <laughs> next week. That's going to make me popular with the vet clinic. They're like, oh, no. And we got to do all that and deal with the, the foundation and send them the stuff. And it has to be, I think, like Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday because you got to FedEx it right away. I yes. mean, it's a pretty, I mean, look, it's a it's a clinical experiment, research experiment. So they, they, they don't want it to be affected by anything that isn't controllable. Yep. So good for them. Thank you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. Other than that, everybody's pretty fine. Uh, Feta weighs 54 pounds. Ingo texted me. Feta went along for Vink's appointment. And so Ingo was texting me and he's so like. So I put Feta on the scale. Yeah. And he's like, Feta weighs 54. And I was like, wow, okay. And he's like, her head weighs eight ounces. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, her head is she extremely really small. small. <laughs> She's growing from the butt first. Yeah. The, the butt has gotten big and the head has remained small. I uh, so I don't know what's going to happen. She's going to have gaps between her teeth if her head grows. Oh, honey. We'll see. Uh, everybody else is good. Yep. So far, I mean, it's we've had like people working downstairs, so it's been a little bit more interesting. We've had to walk them. I've had to walk them more instead of just letting them out in the yard because the gate's always open. Yeah. Um, but they all seem to enjoy that. Yeah, it's good. Feta tries to eat every dead thing and every chicken bone that somebody left. And she's a real menace still. Yep. But cute and charming. Good job, Feta. Are we ready for ramblings? Keys. Yeah, but yeah, ramblings and then keys? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, this was sent to us by a friend of the squad, but unfortunately I didn't write down who it was. So I'm sorry about that. Um, the story is, uh, frankly, a crime that if I had known was a crime... I would have been arrested for in the past. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a crime. Man fined for pretending to be ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. <laughs> and the <laughs> sub headline is police spokesman says witnesses complained about Anthony Stollard, quote, throwing his arms in the air and saying, Woo. if that's a crime, then I have committed that crime. <laughs> he didn't even have a sheet over his head. I know. Um, so hang on. Here's a story. A man has been fined for, now this is an old story, the nine years old. Is it Portsmouth, Virginia or Portsmouth, England? I believe England. Okay. This is in the Guardian. So, Virginia. oh, and it's in UK news. So definitely England. There you a go. man has been fined for pretending to be a ghost and other rowdy behavior <laughs> in <laughs> a cemetery. Rowdy. Anthony Stollard pleaded guilty at Portsmouth Magistrates Court to using threatening or abusive words or behavior likely to cause distress. Mm. The court heard that the 24-year-old had been out drinking with friends when they went to Kingston Cemetery in Portsmouth, where they started to play football. A Hampshire police spokesman said the witnesses complained to police about Stollard's rowdy behavior and his pretending to be a ghost. Quote, the witnesses reported the group engaging in rowdy behavior and one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying, <laughs> Stollard of Southie, South Sea, Hampshire, was fined 35 pounds and ordered to pay a 20-pound victim surcharge and 20 pounds in costs. 
This is not the 1830s. This is a few years ago. This is 2014. The, you can get fined for going, ooh. Yes, apparently. Mm, that wouldn't fly here. He also had an extra three months added to a conditional charge for previous harassment, which he was found to be in breach of, according to a Crown Prosecution Services spokesman. A charge of causing criminal damage to gravestones was dismissed. I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I get the don't disrespect a graveyard and the dead. Don't play football there. But being a ghost, pretending to be a ghost, that's kind of in the spirit of a graveyard. Yeah. There are dead people there. I used to walk around the graveyard in uh, the little hometown I grew up in, like a cape with a hood. Wow. Just kind of like drag my feet. Thump. Did you wait for Thump. foggy foggy days because i mean i went foggy, all the time that would be cool. i scared the crap out of some people <laughs> <laughs> that's like the edgar Allan poe thing in in yeah. baltimore right with the the, the caped figure that leaves yeah. a rose at edgar Allan poe's yep. gravesite every year at his birthday yep. yep yeah that's cool i think i think it's some excitement in a graveyard is good playing yeah, soccer what are you doing in, uh, yes would be bad that is completely disrespectful but you know pretending to be a ghost that's right on what people would expect i think yeah what do you expect when you go to a cemetery nobody pretending that's, to be a ghost that's why you go there if you don't know anyone there if you know someone there then you go then to visit them but you know there could be ghosts left and right yeah for sure that's where else would there be ghosts exactly. that is the most likely spot and actually you shouldn't complain. That's probably where their home should be. Not in yeah. my house. Yeah. In the graveyard. Yeah. Well, you just, yeah. Huh. It's fine. <laughs> Ready for Taste of the Keys? Yeah. Just got a quick little one from Conk Life this week. Sure. Man arrested for burglary. A 28-year-old Little Torch Key Florida man was arrested Tuesday for burglary after punching a resident. That is not burglary i'm not a lawyer uh, actually oh yeah, i am a lawyer <laughs> punching <laughs> yeah. someone is not burglary spencer was charged with battery on a person over 65 fair enough burglary and criminal mischief wait punching an old person is worse than punching a young person the sheriff's office Stupid was Florida. called to jolly roger drive at approximately i know where that is i've uh, driven past that. yeah we drive past that a lot at approximately 9 30 a.m the 68-year-old male victim reported he saw Spencer inside his vehicle. His S own, the 65-year-old's vehicle? Yes. Ah. So the 68-year-old 60, goes outside. He sees this 28-year-old sitting in his car. They get the hell out of my car. Spencer, the 28-year-old, punched the victim in the face, who later, later realized the inside of his residence was burglarized as well. That is the worst theft ever. He got as far as the car? A door had been forced open. He seems to have forced his way into the house, burgled it, then gone into the car. And what, fell asleep? Oh, what are you doing <laughs> in there? But Eating a burger. Spencer was quickly found and taken to jail. He was found because there's no place to hide. Because he's just like, sitting in the car. Yeah, or he like tried to go in the mangroves and went three feet in. And nowhere was like, to go if you're down fine. there. I'm, I'm you're on Jolly Roger Drive on Little I'm, Torch Key. There's nowhere to go. I've tried to turn around there before. Yeah, no. It's too narrow. No. It does not work. Mm-mm. Well, this guy's a dummy. And also, don't punch guys if you're stealing from them. Also, don't burgle things. Also, yes. I have another keys update. Okay. You remember Gwen Filosa? Uh, Two-time two Pulitzer, Pulitzer two Prize times. winning friend yes. of the squad, Gwen Filosa, and her dog. That's her. Sergio. That, oh, 
We talked about this on the last podcast. We talked about Sergio? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, he's a cutie. That's all I have to I say. I guess, all right, if we didn't mention it, two-time Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist and friend of the squad, Gwen Filosa, got a new dog named Sergio. Rescued what I think is a pit bull or of some kind of variation of pit bull. Super cute little dog. Super cute little eyes. Like three and months old. Face. So cute. She's she's very enamored, and he seems like a good boy. She's Key West Gwen on the socials. Yeah. Or at least on Twitter. So yeah. go follow her and spend and Sergio. She is living a life well, I think. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I had for the additional things for Key the Key the Life of the Keys update. It's uh, time for German Word of the Week. Well, this is a. Somebody might have talked about this. Somebody might have, I think a, a friend of the squad sent this to me. As a, not necessarily the word of the week, but as a, as an observation, there's a German word called, if you drive around an obstacle, mm-hmm. it's umfa- umfahren. Umfahren. Ich, ich fahre um, um den, um, um das Haus herum. Okay. Right. But the, but the, Root verb is um, umfahren. Umfahren. You fahre um. Yeah. But yeah. if you fahren. pronounce it differently, spelled the same, if you say umfahren. See, which is what I was saying. So you're saying umfahren. But if I say umfahren. Yeah. Emphasis on the first syllable. Yeah. It means to run over something. Oh. Some, someone, usually. Ich fahre dich um. <laughs> you ran <laughs> over me. Er fuhr den, den Fußgänger um. So it's the same word, but if you, it's, it's like, I mean, it's like, is this ch- Chinese where you, <laughs> the pre- yeah, the, where the, the emphasis the, really matters? Emphasis matters. And it does in this case, it, it can be, the, it's the same verb, same uh, in writing, the same verb. But if you say, so if I say, ich fahre dich um, that means I drove around you. No, ich fahre dich um means I ran you over. How do you say I drove around you? Ich fahre um dich herum, you use like the data oh. and, and prepositions, um right? You got to explain herum. the preposition that you're around. I'm driving around around you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, if ich fahre dich um, you're the direct object mm. and I'm driving over you. I ran over you. Ich fahre um dich herum, I yeah. drove around you. Yeah. Interesting. It's a very, th- it was just interesting to me that I wouldn't have thought of German as as a language where you the pronunciation matters, that the enunciation matters, but it does. Interesting. It's like Chinese. In this one very narrow well, sense. I mean, sort of, that's what I know of China. Chinese is that if it's much, very much about... Yeah, you the, don't speak the Chinese. The tone, not at all. Uh, but about the tone and where you put the emphasis, and it can mean mm-hmm. many different things. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. get themselves in trouble. So there you go. Umfahren or, or umfahren, but it's U-M... F A H R E N, either way. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah, there you go. It's uh, time for Ingo Corner where you say whatever you want and I won't tell you that it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I continue to get written notes and packages. We got a lunchbox. Oh my God, a Jaws lunchbox. It's so funny. Belatedly cool. for Christmas and our birthdays. It's a Jaws lunchbox, like a. Like it was it eighties? This is like a lunchbox that could have been in the sixties too, right? School. It's a metal metal lunchbox in that format, full of Chex Mix. Which With is a lot of freaking Chex Mix. I mean those yeah. goldfish are teeny tiny. They're real small. 
but there's lots of them. So that was cool. And mm-hmm. then I got some socks that said, don't think, just vink. <laughs> Those are also great. Uh, with pictures of vink dropping up and down. Less think, more vink. So I continue to be um, am- amazed, touched by everyone's generosity in writing and sending stuff. It's great. Thank That's you. Thank nice. you so much to everyone. Excellent. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye.